0: Accessible South Africa podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss travel in South Africa and beyond for persons with disabilities and special needs. I'm your host Lois Strachan. And now on with the show. Hi everyone and welcome to the first episode of the Accessible South Africa podcast. Since this is a brand new podcast I thought it might be a good idea to start off by introducing myself and telling you a little bit about what we plan to do with this podcast. So to start off with, who am I? My name is Lois Strachan and I'm a speaker, a writer, a blogger, a disability advocate, a guide dog owner, a sometime rock musician, and now the host of a brand new podcast. I've always loved to travel. I can remember being about six years old and telling my parents that I had a dream of going everywhere in the world and meeting everyone. And that dream didn't stop when I became blind at the age of 21. Since losing my sight, I've had the opportunity of visiting 22 different countries and I can assure you that that number is going to increase As time goes on. When people ask me why I travel as a blind person, I tell them that my reasons for traveling are just the same as theirs are as sighted people. I travel to experience new places, new cultures, and to broaden my perspective of the world around me. My reasons for travel are no different. It's just the techniques that I use to do so that are. If you'd like to find out a little bit more about me as a person, you can find me and my blog on www.loisstrachan.com. You can find me on Twitter at ZA or on Facebook at Loisstrachan a different way of seeing. So that's a bit about me. Now, what about this podcast? With this podcast, I hope to inspire other people with disabilities to travel more, to go out and explore and find out what the world has to offer. We'll be sharing interviews with other travelers with disabilities, as well as with service providers who are working to make their sites, their activities, their restaurants or their accommodations more accessible to people with disabilities and special needs. We also hope to share information on how to make sites just a little more accessible. The podcast is aimed at anyone with a disability who would like to travel more, to service providers in the tourism industry, and to anyone who's interested in learning a little bit more about accessible travel. Now that I've introduced myself and told you a little bit about what we hope to achieve with the podcast, I'd like to introduce a very special lady who's the driving force behind the Accessible South Africa platform. Today we're going to be talking to Deirdre Gower who's the co-founder of the Warrior on Wheels Foundation, an organization which arranges activities and adventures for children with disabilities. Deirdre is also the founder of Accessible South Africa. Hi there, Deirdre, how are you doing today?
1: I'm very well, thanks, Loris, how are you? I'm
0: doing great, thank you. Deirdre, would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners and just share a
1: little bit of your story with us? Okay, I'm mom to a very special warrior, Damien, who is 19 years old. Um, he is physically disabled and uses a wheelchair to get around in the world and a tablet with a communication app on it that helps him to communicate. And together we've had many adventures together over the years and Since he was quite young, we've had a dream to share these adventures with other children and families with disabilities. Initially, the goal was to create an adventure center where that was adaptable for um, people with all sorts of um, different abilities. But then when we moved to Cape Town in 2010, we realized just what a wealth of opportunity and experiences there are here that we didn't need to be limited to one particular centre that there was just so much an offer and that's where the goal for Warrior on Wheels Foundation um, started and um, came into being. Um, the aim of Warrior on Wheels Foundation was to get other families with children with disabilities out experiencing tourism products and just getting out there letting kids be kids.
0: Deirdre could you tell us a little bit more about the history of the Warrior on Wheels Foundation and some of the activities that you've arranged so far?
1: Um yes yeah, so we launched in December 2015. Um we held our a launch at Hotel Verdi and then our very first adventure was in February 2016 where we took three children to a series of slide adventures and now we've grown to about 70 families who um join us on our, all of our activities. So our main goal is to provide a monthly adventure. Um, we partner with establishments in the tourism industry to make these events possible. So we've taken children zip lining, river rafting, horse riding, helicopter rides, um, boat trips, visits to the theater, to the aquarium, um, all sorts of stuff. Anything every child would be enjoying. And then our big annual event is the Cape Town Cycle Tour, where we have children participating by being towed in buggies by able-bodied cyclists. Wow. So how many August cycle tours have you done? Oh, the, we've, as Warrior on Wheels Foundation, it's the second, second year that we've participated. In 2012, I was doing the c- cycle tour for the first time and I applied for permission to take Damien with me in a buggy attached to my bicycle. Permission was denied. And after appealing to the cycle tour organizers, the following year, they changed the rules of this 35,000 entrant event to include children in buggy t- in, in buggies being towed by everybody cyclists. So. Damien and I participated for the first time in 2013. So he has now done five cycle tours. So as Warrior on Wheels, it's, uh, we've, done, we've entered in two. Last year's was cancelled because of the weather. This year was the first time we've participated as a charity.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Well done. It sounds to me like a lot of the work that you do must be around advocating for the rights of persons with disabilities to be able to access that type of activity sites. would you say that the tour providers and the activities are willing to accommodate the needs of people with disabilities
1: definitely um, a lot of the service providers that host us not all of them are completely wheelchair accessible but what we found in the last two and a half almost three years now is a genuine willingness to adapt the way they do business and even if they aren't entirely accessible they've welcomed us to come along and um experience their facilities and for them it's a learning curve too as well to see what is possible and how they can adapt to make things accessible for future visitors who come to their establishment so it's um, a win-win for both i think
0: so the warrior on wheels foundation really laid the framework for the platform that has become accessible south africa can you tell us a little bit more about the link between the two organizations and well how did accessible south africa come about?
1: Okay, that's also been a long time goal and dream, as such as well. It initially started, well, not the platform itself, but a kind of idea in that direction. With when we did a kind of almost year long road trip, I wanted to document it on a blog. We called it um, Warrior on Wheels Travels, and I started trying to keep a kind of blog going of places we'd visited that were accessible. And then when I started building the Warrior on Wheels website, I included a page places we had found were accessible, but then soon we kind of realized that that's not why people were visiting the Warrior Wheels website. Our website was a charity. People were coming to us, um, we planning the adventures for the children with disabilities, or it was people coming to see how they could support us. It wasn't travelers coming to our site to plan their holidays. So pretty soon we realized that it needed to have its own space, and that's where Accessible South Africa website came into being also because a lot of families would and still do often ask us we're going away for a weekend where have you been that is accessible because I know we travel quite a bit or what can we do this weekend that's um, wheelchair accessible so the idea was to create a one-stop platform where travelers with disabilities can plan their holiday from the moment they get on the plane to when they land and they want to go out for dinner that evening and for the two weeks that they're going to be staying wherever the, the activities that they want to do, um no one wants to sit in a hotel for two weeks <laughs> without exploring their surrounds
0: so tell us what's happening in accessible South Africa right now
1: okay, so like I say it was it's been it's been quite a journey to get it to where it is now. It's um, had a few setbacks and a few delays, but now at this point where we are piloting in Cape Town and surrounds, it actually seems to be everything seems to be leading to the, the, like the kind of perfect space with the, the right people coming on board, meeting our team has come together through kind of amazing circumstances. So we've got a really strong dynamic team, I think, working on accessible South Africa platform now. And yeah, like I say, we're piloting in Cape Town and Surround. We want to build a nice strong resource in the, cent- the city where we're all based and before extending to the rest of the um, provinces and um, reaching other areas. So right now we're looking at building our platform and getting establishments on board, also providing a resource of being able to go and visit establishments, give them feedback from our perspective. It's one thing building an establishment to universal standards from a piece of paper and completely different, having people with all sorts of different abilities come in and experiencing those facilities.
0: If any of our listeners were to go onto the platform at www. .accessiblesouthafrica.co.za. Dot dot what services are they likely to find there?
1: Like I say, we're still pretty new. We're in the pilot phase, so pilot phase, so there's not a lot for them to find yet, but they will be able to find accommodation, transport, activities, restaurants, tour operators and equipment hire, anything they would need, like I say, from the moment they get on their plane and land in our city or eventually any city in South Africa. Um, to make their holiday as comfortable and easy as possible, we want it to be focused on transparency. So when a, a visitor goes onto an establishment's listing on our site, they must be able to see photos, a video clip, and extensive information on what facilities are available. Um, what works for one person in a wheelchair is not doesn't necessarily work for the next person in a wheelchair. So if there's enough information provided, people can make informed decisions. So. That is the one aspect of what's on the website. Then we've also got the blog where we're wanting to feature our experiences, things that have worked for us and just up-to-date information on travel, universal access and travel in, in our country. And also a blog interview series where we're chatting to people, either travelers or tourism providers or just anybody who has insight into accessible travel. And we're now bringing in our podcast series, which I think is also going to create more opportunity for conversations and collaboration as well. Because I think that is key is collaboration between all role players in this to make, make sustainable change.
0: As people who are very involved in seeking out accessible travel experiences in Cape Town, what are some of the favorite activities and experiences that you and Damien have had so far?
1: Oh there 's so many like i say we 've just um <laughs> found such a willingness in the industry to accommodate and adapt, so I think one of our highlights will always be series of slide adventures. Um, we were in series for a media visit um i can 't remember exactly what it was. it was about three years ago. But one of the activities that we were doing on that visit was the, the zip sliding. And I hadn't really considered it at that stage. But um, Angelique just came on board and she said, we're taking Damien. We're making this possible. And <laughs> um, we're both scared of heights. But it was the most thrilling experience. So I think that that will always be a highlight for us. Um Things in Cape Town itself. Damien's a big fan of the city sighting red bus. So any opportunity we get, <laughs> we're on that bus and it's got a fold out ramp, which makes it accessible for us. And there's some great stops that and Damien has some of his favorites along that route as well. Um, yeah, there's just, yeah, so much I think that we get to enjoy. River rafting we've loved. Um, Damien loves being in the sky, so we did a helicopter ride, I think, year before last. No, it was last year with Cape Town Helicopters.
0: Yeah, I could go on forever. (laughs) It sounds like the two of you have had some really diverse, different adventures. It's great to hear that so many service providers have been willing and able to accommodate your needs. Just going back to Accessible South Africa then, am I correct that the platform is there as a resource for travellers coming into Cape Town or living in Cape Town so that they can find out about the information they need to travel before they even get here or while they're here.
1: Definitely, that's the goal. um, Because at the moment, if you're wanting to travel, you've got to go through a whole lot of different accommodation booking sites to find your guest house. Um, there are a number of um, booking sites that do list wheelchair accessible or accessible accommodation, but you've got to really search through them. And then once you've found where you want to stay, then you've got to start phoning around different restaurants to see which ones are accessible for you or what activities you're going to do. So you end up spending hours searching through various different sites trying to plan your holiday, whereas we're trying to bring this into onto one platform where you can search for all of those um, facilities in one space, and yeah, really get like proper practical information and help, and um, info- yeah, on on what is available. Like I say, the focus on transparency, focus on detailed descriptions of facilities, photographs, video clips. Um, we're living in a wonderful age with technology making all of the, those things accessible to us before you even get on a plane.
0: <laughs> Deirdre, what would you say are the greatest challenges faced by disabled travellers? who are planning a trip to Cape Town or South Africa in general?
1: Um, Besides like the obvious of actual physical challenges of um, ramps versus staircases or bathrooms that aren't accessible or anything like that, I think it's access to information. Um, I think that's the first step is knowing where you can go that is accessible for you. And then also, I think, a lack of communication between role players. Um, I've heard from some aspects of people in the industry, like hotel industry, saying they're quite scared to promote themselves as accessible because you will get that difficult traveler who finds a real challenge and then makes a big deal about it. Um, So whereas if they don't advertise themselves as accessible, they're not putting themselves in that position to come up against those um, kind of conflict situations, but that doesn't help the traveller. So the tra- um, travelers not knowing that those places are accessible, they've got a lot more searching to do with all these different sites and phoning around for information and everything. So I think access to information is the first challenge and then the obvious physical challenges, ramps, bathrooms, um, those kind of things.
0: Shifting perspective now from the traveller to a possible service provider, what advice would you give to service providers or activities or events that are wanting to make themselves more accessible to travellers with disabilities and special needs?
1: I would definitely say invite people with disabilities to come and experience your products. Um, Give practical advice, give um, feedback on what works, what doesn't work. Um, yeah I think that's, that's like I say you can build it to textbook standards but until you actually have people using it you don't really have an understanding of what needs are like for myself I can manage a small little step with Damon in his wheelchair the next person can't um, some people need front access to a toilet some people need side access so there's a whole lot of things to consider and if you've got different people with different abilities experiencing it I think that's the first step and also not to be scared in taking on this challenge because I think a lot of them think sure to make my place accessible I'm going to have to go and spend thousands and thousands to rebuild my whole place and sometimes access is, simple, is as simple as rearranging furniture so um, I think it's just yeah that's the first step is getting people in for practical advice and feedback.
0: In the disability world there's a well-known saying of nothing for us without us and I think that's what I'm hearing you saying that If you really want to check the accessibility of your venue, of your activity to engage with persons with disabilities to come and test and give you feedback on their experience of trying out your experience, your site, your accommodation or whatever it is, would you agree that that's the case? And if so, do you have a team at Accessible South Africa who would be able to help with that process?
1: We definitely, our team are available. They're all keen travellers, um, keen to experience new things and um, big sense of adventure. So I think our team our team are willing and able to provide the service. Um, we have quite a few wheelchair users on our team and yourself and, and one other visually impaired and hearing impaired team members. So we can provide feedback from those three aspects already.
0: And your team will then be feeding back on their experiences on the Accessible South Africa platforms?
1: Um, yeah, I think that, like I said, there are a number of sites when it comes to accommodation. Most of them have a category for universal access. Our goal is, again, to provide that one-stop platform. So keep checking on our site. We aim to be updating it all the time with new and exciting places to visit. But definitely research. And I mean, once you've booked at a... Place that is universally accessible in terms of accommodation, they're often likely to know what's available in their areas to do, where to go, where to eat that may be accessible as well if they've already gone to that effort of installing facilities. But yes, keep checking on our site. Um, yeah, we hope to be growing it and um, bringing lots of interesting places to see and visit and experience.
0: And speaking about those platforms, Where can people find out more about Accessible South Africa?
1: Okay, on our website. It's www.accessiblesouthafrica.co.za. Then we're also quite active on social media. On Instagram, we're at Accessible South Africa. On Facebook, also at Accessible South Africa. And on Twitter, we're Accessible SA. Um, Sharing lots of information there as we visit places and things like that. So, yes, get in touch.
0: Bearing in mind we're aiming this podcast at potential travellers with disabilities as well as activities and venues that are trying to make themselves accessible to those travellers, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today?
1: I think it's just to collaborate and share information. Um, I've learned. From traveling with some of our team members little tips and tricks that work for them that I'd never even considered so it's I think this is the aim of our podcast and our blog series and the twitter chat that we're going to launch soon as well is just to get everybody communicating getting people asking questions getting people sharing their stories and not being scared to reach out to others I think so I think for travelers with disabilities reach out to the tourism establishments In your areas and see how you can collaborate with them to make facilities better for the next person. And for establishments, it's to reach out to the disabled travelers and get them to visit and get them to share their feedback and share their stories. And I think the more people who are working together and not in their little, in isolation and um, own little spaces, the more we can have impact. I think. Um, I definitely feel collaboration is key. And yeah getting information out there. If I look, if I search for information, photos and everything like that on Instagram or Twitter, there's a lot of information being pushed by disabled travelers who are experiencing facilities, but there's not much coming back at us from establishments who have these facilities. So that's my message is just get communicating, get sharing and yeah, be curious.
0: (laughs) We've been chatting to Deirdre Gower, the founder of Accessible South Africa, a platform designed to be a resource For travelers with special needs and disabilities and the travel industry in South Africa. Gedry is also the co-founder of the Warrior on Wheels Foundation, which is a foundation that arranges activities and adventures for children with disabilities. Gedry, thanks so much for talking to us today and for sharing a lot of your knowledge and your thoughts about the concept of accessible travel in Cape Town and South Africa. It's been great to chat to you and I'm sure we're going to have you back on the show again really soon.
1: Thank you. Thank you for your time. And thanks for hosting us.
0: That's it for this time. You can find out more about us on the web at www.accessiblesouthafrica.co.za, on Facebook at Accessible South Africa, or on Twitter at Accessible SA. You can also email us on podcast at AccessibleSouthAfrica.co.za Editing was done by Deirdre Gower and our theme music was by Louis Chichao, based on a motif by Lois Strachan. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.